Hello, and welcome to Rough Edges. I'm your host, Sarah Fox. In this podcast, I will guide you through my faith and mental health journey to dispel the stigma surrounding mental illness and to create a voice for those who wish to discover more about these topics. This podcast will not only shed light on mental health issues, but will also reveal the intersection between faith and mental illness. I pray that these themes will bring growth and healing to our communities. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Rough Edges. Tonight, I have with me a very special guest. Her name is Lauren. And Lauren is an integrative energy practitioner specializing in EFT and tapping for stress, anxiety, and trauma. She guides her clients on a journey of self-healing to break through obstacles, whether physical, mental, or emotional, that are keeping them stuck and holding them back in life or business. She believes that we have all the answers within, and sometimes we just need a little help accessing them. Thank you for joining me, Lauren. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me tonight, Sarah. It's great to be here. Yeah, no problem. Um, So, Lauren, tell me a little bit more about yourself. What are three things that you absolutely cannot live without and why? Mm, What can I live without? I can't live without um, my family and... um, some good books <laughs> and my journal. How about that? Nice, nice. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, so you are an energy practitioner. So mm-hmm. can you tell me a little bit about that? Like what the role consists of and why you wanted to be an integrative energy practitioner? Yeah. So An integrative energy practitioner is someone who uses a variety of healing modalities to ultimately help people feel better. That's really the goal. Uh, I got into this work because of my own personal journey with anxiety and stress and being really overwhelmed and stressed out. Um, It was several years back when we got word that my husband was going to have to deploy again. And uh, while we had been through deployments in the past, this was going to be the first one since having children. And it was unexpected and really came as a surprise to me because he was a reservist when before the other deployments, he was on active duty and I was more I was more prepared for it. So I uh, found myself having panic attacks and feeling really, really overwhelmed. And I knew that I had to do something about it so that I could show up as my best self for my kids. Um, And I wanted to go about it holistically. And it started for me by going to yoga. And I signed up right away for yoga teacher training after seeing a flyer for it and just having following that gut instinct that was telling me to do that. And doing so then 
you know, exposed me to a lot of people who were in the world of, of energy work. And from there, I became a Reiki practitioner, which Reiki is a form of Japanese energy healing. And I started meditating and got really into sound healing. And ultimately, then was introduced to EFT tapping. And you know, the combination of all of these, all of these modalities really changed my life so much so that I decided to go on to get certified so that I could share them with other people because we really all deserve to feel good. We, we deserve to feel at home in our bodies. And so many of us don't, we feel stressed out and anxious all the time. Sometimes we feel that way and we don't even realize that that has become the, the standard, right? Mm-hmm. And um, learning how to let some of that go by acknowledging our emotions um, is changed my life and, and I want to help others in that same way. Nice. That is so good. And, you know, it's something you said about, you know, feeling at home in your body. And it's something that, you know, a lot of people struggle with. So do you have certain techniques um, that you use as an energy practitioner to kind of help somebody feel at home within their body? Yeah. So I specialize in the emotional freedom technique, which is EFT and also referred to as tapping. And it's this practice of gently tapping on certain points of the body while simultaneously acknowledging the emotions that you're feeling. And this is a practice that has been shown to help with a wide variety of conditions ranging from anxiety and stress to physical pain to PTSD and and others as well. And I know that it's it's a strange idea this idea of tapping on yourself to to feel better and feel more at home in your body but there's there's science behind why it works and how it helps to reduce the amount of cortisol pumping through your body and cortisol is that stress hormone and so when you can do that and when you can hold space for the emotions emotions like sadness anger frustration you know those those emotions that many of us feel but don't enjoy feeling and so when we don't enjoy feeling something we try to run from it we try to push it down and try to not feel it and while that you know can work in the short term eventually it comes back to comes back to bite you so what i help people do is really allow them to to have what they're having is, is what I say is, is really acknowledge the emotions that, that they're feeling sit with them so that they can move through them. Because if we spend all this time trying to push them down or trying to run away from them, it's exhausting and it ultimately doesn't work. So if, if we can use these different modalities like tapping, like meditation, um, like, um, yoga, you know, all these different things to help move that energy. It helps to ground you and then ultimately helps you to feel better in your body and, and figuring out what works best for you is, you know, is, is a, you know, trial. It's trial and error, trying, trying different things, which is why I'm always encouraging people to explore different modalities. So if you're someone who happens to be listening to this right now, and you're even slightly intrigued, maybe you think it's weird, right? Like this, <laughs> this idea of tapping on you, know that like, 
I'm I'm a person who believes that that everything happens for for a reason and that you're listening to this for a reason. So maybe that reason is to explore it and to, you know, and to check it out. Or maybe there's something else that you happen to read about today that uh, excites you. Well, check it out. Don't I feel like when we get these little um, what assigns from the universe, right? It's not to ignore them. And sometimes we need to be like hit over the head with them. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but they they keep coming for for a reason and we need to we need to to explore them and and see what that figure out what that reason is. Yeah, I I definitely agree. And it sounds an awful lot like spirituality um when you get behind it. So, can you talk about like the intersection between um EFT and also spirituality and faith? Yeah. Well, it with there's more so I would say an intersection with Reiki and spiritual spirituality. With EFT, it's really not a not a spiritual thing. Um EFT is really just a, a practice to help you acknowledge your emotions, whatever those whatever those emotions may be. If right. you are someone who is spiritual right and you want to and you want to incorporate that in some way right like for example let's say that we're dealing with um the heaviness of an event or or you're just you're dealing with some some extreme sadness maybe you've had a loss in your life right and so we're going to acknowledge that acknowledge that sadness and hold space for that sadness and when i say hold space for it it's just really allowing yourself to feel it so what that looks like in in terms of tapping is really just saying the words i'm so sad i'm so sad about whatever fill in the blank i'm so sad right and then you and you keep saying those words over and over again as you're tapping on these points i'm so sad i'm feeling the sadness i feel this sadness and where do you feel it maybe you feel it in your heart right and so then maybe a thought comes if you're a spiritual person maybe a thought comes to mind like i can hand some of this this sadness over to my higher power, right? I don't have to walk this alone. That might be a thought if you're somebody who's spiritual. And then you can incorporate that, that you know, into the words that you're saying as you're tapping on the points. So I suppose that's how you could, they could intersect. But if you're someone who is not religious at all, this is still, um, or, or spiritual at all, this is still a practice that you can use and it can be completely separate from that. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely um, really interesting, especially like when you're thinking about holistic healing and mm-hmm. just like incorporating the physical and not just the spiritual, but also the mental and physical as well. So I would ask you, what is the most difficult part of EFT and how does somebody overcome the initial skepticism of starting it? Right. So I think, you know, I think EFT itself is very simple. The practice itself, once you learn where these points are on the body, tapping on them um, is, is very easy. I think the, what people, what some of my clients will say to me, the most challenging part for them is coming up with the words to say as they're tapping on those points. Mm. Um, and that's often why you work with a practitioner, because when you are in the midst of feeling the feelings around whatever your particular circumstances are, sometimes it, it can feel like a whirlwind, like you're in it. You're, you're just like in this tornado of emotion and it's very hard to pick. It all just feels overwhelming, right? It all just feels so sad. It's very hard to pick out 
what specific words I should say and where I should start. So working with a practitioner can be very helpful because they're coming in front with a different perspective and they can help, you know, pick out what seems most intense through conversation with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that can be, so that can be, I would say the, the most challenging part. Um, but once, once you figure the, out those words, um, and doing the practice itself and, and tapping, it's, it's, it's really a matter of staying present, uh, which is really an important part of this work too. So you can't be tapping on the point, saying the words, but thinking about something else. You need to really allow yourself to feel it. And there are people that might not be ready for that, right? Might not be ready to go there because it's scary to feel the intense feelings of sadness, anger, frustration, overwhelm. And so you do have to have a willingness for that, but you can 100% be skeptical and think, this is some this is some crazy stuff. I don't know if I'm if it's going to work for me. That's fine, and you and, and I I encourage that, and I always love working with people that are skeptical simply because I was skeptical when I was introduced to it. I thought it was crazy, <laughs> um, and but then I tried it. I actually tried it and gave it my full attention, and then I was uh, surprised, very very surprised, to be like, wait a second, I actually feel different right now what is happening i was very curious about what was happening but it was also like hey this is working i've tried all these other things that haven't really made a difference for me and this weird thing is working for me so i'm going to keep doing it um and that's really how that's really how it went for me and uh i just kept doing it and never stopped (laughs) took it to the extreme nice so what would you say is the most rewarding aspect of like working with your clients yeah it is such an honor to work with people and guide them through this process um working working with a client today who had been dealing with some really bad anxiety around a specific issue in her life and after eight weeks of working together she was sharing how she's felt like such a major shift and that it's it's shifted like she doesn't feel worried about it it's it's not consuming her her thought space anymore and that's really really cool and it's also really cool when when somebody comes comes to me with a physical pain whether that's you know a pain in their i've worked with uh, several clients that have fibromyalgia so they're we're talking about chronic pain here Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time, there are emotional contributors to physical pain. And I think that becomes clear specifically with with stress. People recognize, oh, yeah, when I'm stressed out, you know, my neck and shoulders get really tight um, or, you know, maybe I get stomach aches, something like that. But it's not just with stress and anxiety that we feel things physically. It's with all sorts of emotions that that happens. And so when we're dealing with chronic pain, sometimes, uh, oftentimes, there there are emotional contributors. That's not to say it's like the full cause of the pain, but a lot of the times it does exacerbate the pain so being able to work with clients to identify some of the emotions that maybe they've been stuffing down and not acknowledging and then doing so and seeing them physically feel better and and some and sometimes like it's almost like this lightness it's hard to describe but it's almost this lightness that i see in their energy and they feel they feel lighter they feel you know able to like get up and move around when maybe they didn't feel that way even even you know minutes before so that's a pretty cool part of my job too 
Wow, that is amazing. And just to see, like, there is that shift, you know? And it's just something that is so interesting about, like, just the physicality of, like, pain. Because pain can affect your entire body. It's not just something that's in the mind. It's it's also felt in the body as well. So yeah. I, I'm curious, like, what would you say for beginners who are interested in doing EFT but don't know how to begin? Yeah. So I do have a masterclass, a free masterclass that's on my website, and people can access that at mindshiftwithlauren.com forward slash masterclass. And so that is going to give you a lot more detail into the science behind why it works, and then also walk you through a tapping practice so you can learn where all of the points are. Um, and then I give a lot of detail in there about how you can get started with, with finding the right words for yourself. Uh, but I can share some of that here too. So uh, once you know where the where the points are, like I was saying before, figuring out the words can be a bit of, bit of a challenge for some people. And so one way to work on that is to go to go to YouTube. You can you can Google or go on YouTube and search for EFT and sadness, EFT and anger, whatever emotion, whatever you've got going on. And there will be tons of videos that come, that come up where people are tapping and, you know, tapping and doing an example of it. And you can just tap along and use their words. And that can be helpful for beginners just to give you an idea of how it works. But I will say this, it, it's really, truly most effective when you're using your own words. And so when you're doing a video and you're using somebody else's words, it might not feel as authentic to you, right? If they're saying something and you're thinking, eh, it's not exactly what I've got going on, right? It's not going to create the kind of shift that you're that you're looking for. But I do think it's a great example of how to of how to go about doing it. I have tons of videos on my own YouTube channel, um, and there's like I said, there's so many out there. But that can be that can be a nice way to get get started and just kind of familiar familiarize yourself with the process. Okay, that that sounds really good. I'm glad you kind of broke it down and like, um, just talking about using your own words, because I feel like if the more personal you make it, the easier it becomes to feel that shift, you know, yes. and like, you know, the pain that's in your body or like, you know, the feeling itself. It's like you can be able to overcome that by using your own personal words. So I love that personal touch. Yeah, it makes all the difference. It, it really, really does. And um, and I think, you know, it helps it helps to have the guidance, but that, that's really the beauty of working with a practitioner. And he's, even as a practitioner myself, I still work with a practitioner because when you are in the midst of feeling the feelings like we were talking about before, it's it's hard to know where to start. And it's nice to have somebody else be there to guide you through that and uh, help you help you on that on that journey. I think we all we all deserve to be seen and heard and have space held for us in that way. It's a powerful thing. Yes, I definitely agree. So this season is all about resilience and mental health advocacy. So what does the word resilience mean to you? Mm, I love that. Yeah, resilience is really all about your ability to come back to your baseline, right? Like about, you know, being triggered 
and recognizing that and then being able to, to, to come back or like I, how I like to say, coming home to your body. Mm. Um, and, and I think that that tapping in particular is, is a really wonderful tool that can, that can help you build resilience. Um, and it's, you know, when we talk about resilience, it's also, it makes me think of being a, being a military spouse. It makes me think of the military and the resiliency of, of, of being, um, being in the military well, my husband being in the military. And, um, and it also makes me think about how this tool can be really helpful for those that are dealing with PTSD and, um, and, there's actually a study that was recently done that showed um, a reduction in PTSD symptoms in 90% of this, of this test group. They had the, they had these veterans tap for six weeks, once a week for an hour, individualized sessions. And then at the end of the six weeks, they checked back in and their PTSD symptoms had been reduced by 90%, which is pretty amazing. Some of them so much so that they were no longer diagnosed with PTSD, which sounds like just incredible, you know? Um, And then they checked back in with them three months later and again, six months later, and their their, uh, symptoms were still reduced. And so having a tool that can help you with, with the um, trigger in the moment, but then also after the fact, if you are someone who has been diagnosed with PTSD is, is a beautiful thing. And it's, I could, I want to scream it from the rooftops that this is a tool that's available because it's not something as widely known um, as other modalities. Yeah. Wow. It sounds so amazing. Like just to see that it's actually having an effect on people in such a positive way. That's something that is really very interesting to kind of check out and at least try for yourself, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's what I always tell people. Like it can't hurt. There's no negative side effect of this, right? Like, you know, I think about how you see those commercials on TV for all these different medications and then mm-hmm. they have like the guy talking really fast about all the terrible side effects <laughs> that, that can happen. Like with this, there's no, there's no negative, there's no negative side effect. So give it a try. It's worth a try. If you, and, and a lot of time that's when people come to me, right? They've tried all these other things. Then they watched a documentary that had tapping in it and, you know, they Googled, they Googled it and then they found me. Right. And so it's like, they've tried all these other things and they're at a point of, I've tried everything. All right, let's try this weird thing. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready now. Um, and that's the thing. If you go to it, I mean, I always would recommend going, coming to, with an open mind, but you can be skeptical and still have an open mind. Um, and see how it works for you because it might change your life like it changed mine. Wow, that that is amazing. I just love like your testimonial about like how well it works and how you actually felt the effects of like this practice. And so I just want to ask you, like we're talking about mental health and how important it is to have a holistic approach to healing. So what is one thing about the mental health stigma that you would like to see change? Yeah, I think that um, that there are, you know, a variety of ways of getting to healing. And this is and this while this is a holistic practice, it can go really, really hand in hand with with other practices, whether that's therapy or whether that's medication or whatever it may be, you know, healing, there's no there's no just like 
cookie cutter road to healing. Um, and it can look different for everyone. And that is okay. Um, and just keeping an open, keeping an open mind, I feel like just opens so many doors. Yes, I definitely agree. Um, the last question that I'm going to ask you is, what does mental health advocacy mean to you? Mm. I think it is going on podcasts like this and sharing this, sharing this tool um, and, and letting people know that there are, that there are options out there um, and supporting, supporting people in, in every way that, that I possibly can. Um, and I do that through, you know, through these uh, YouTube videos that I do and, and sharing about and sharing about tapping. Uh, and I offer workshops. And I think it's just continuing to for me, it's really just about continuing to share what's what's important to me, what I have found helpful, what I have seen help other people in hopes of of continuing to spread the word and spread the light um, to help to help even just one more person. Yes, I love that. Especially like, it's so important to share, like, you know, the different tools that are at our disposal when it comes to like treating our mental health. So thank you so much for sharing this with me. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. And I just want to remind everyone that they can find me by uh, visiting my website and going to mindshiftwithlauren.com forward slash masterclass. And then you can also find me on Instagram if you just search for mindshiftwithlauren. And um, if anybody has questions about anything that comes up here, or if you watch the masterclass and have questions there, I'm here to support you and just uh, send, me a, send me a message and I'm sending so much healing, love and light out to all of you. And thank you so much, Sarah, for having me. Yeah, no problem. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing this wonderful tool. So if you guys want to hear more empowering episodes, stay tuned for more on Rough Edges. Thank you for listening to Rough Edges. Feel free to follow this podcast on Instagram at rough.edges.podcast or visit my blog at sarahifox.com. If you have any questions or further suggestions on how to make this podcast grow, you can email at rough.edges.podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and have a wonderful day.